Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town and here's what's coming up today. We take a look back at Saturday's result at home to Blackburn. A one-all draw. It looks good on paper. Bataro thinks it could have been more and maybe is a bit upset it wasn't more. Uh, but we'll get into that. A one-all draw, not so bad at all. We take a look at the Birmingham game, which is happening tonight as you are listening to this. Can we find three points? Can we keep this good start for the season going? And we also take a look at why at the moment teams seem to be underestimating us. Teams like Luton is in full force on social media. Why is it other clubs are looking at Loon Tower right now and just thinking we're easy to beat because we're far from it, as I think we've proved in recent weeks. And they're right. Dave and Batara is with me tonight. Um, we have been hard. In, to, to, yeah, I agree with that. Been, it's so, been... Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, start we'll start. Yeah, just start what a start. <laughs> no, we've been hard to beat in, in <laughs> recent weeks, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> yes, sorry. Uh, no, that was terrible. Um, yeah, no, we have. So I just can't take it seriously. And you two been on the beer on. already? Yeah. That's what it sounds like. like. Oh, good evening, by the way. Evening. Hello. Nice to see you, mate. <laughs> no, but we've been hard to beat in recent weeks, haven't we? And it's been quite nice to actually, you know, go to places like Huddersfield, Rotherham, um, even home to Blackburn. That's, that's, a, that's a game last season we, we might have lost, but we're hard to beat. Yeah, I think I think a lot of the other teams just look back to you know uh, we were in the conference not four or five years ago, four or five seasons ago, and you know we've been out of we've been out of sorts for a long time, and that they just underestimate us because they look at little Good. little Luton, and we're far from that. You're so totally you know, right. Let's hope they underestimate us every week as well because we can go on. You know, a, like a, points that people weren't expected. That's the case. We got a good squad, and and you know the manager's doing a good job. So yeah. Let let them think about it all the time. Don't care as long as we play. Exactly. Well, we'll talk more about that later on in the podcast. Let's get into three-word reviews then. This is what you guys summed up the Blackburn draw in three words. Liam says it's a fair result. Richard said, James Collins shot cyst. Okay, I like that one. Ian says, could have lost. Alan, teams like Luton. Ed, top half team. Uh, Clive says, got to improve. Tim, 10th after 12. Uh, Daz says, thank you, ref. Um... Should we start quickly with the ref? I've seen some comments from Tony Mowbray after the game. He was not happy, was he? He was fuming, Tony Mowbray. Has he ever been happy, though? No, he always looks miserable, doesn't he, to be fair to him. I think we said on Saturday that uh, I thought the ref had a pretty pretty okay game. I mean, he he obviously helped us out a couple of times. And there was a couple of times where I was screaming at him to to book players. Especially at Ben Brewer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So... You know, swings and roundabouts, and sometimes mm-hmm. you get those those lucky bits. At the end, I was a bit worried because I thought he was going to give a pen. You're not the one that's on the edge of the area. Though. Yeah, I, I know, I, but I, I just thought it was a penalty. By the way, no, I, I don't think kick. it was a penalty either. Mm. But it's one of those days where you just go and he and he's not in the right. If he's not in the right place, and and the lino's not up to place, then they give a pen, don't they? And then you go, all oh, that good work mm-hmm. ruined. What was you on about the uh, the chance where they ran into the box and oh, I think yeah, came yeah. out and claimed it? it was, I mean, there was that one might be a push, but come on. I mean, the thing is, if they've been given. Even one of them, I think they're slightly soft. Maybe we would have been screaming for it. Maybe I don't know. But listen, you know, we soft. What's your shout out taking? For for, 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 for just want to say, 
we always get shit refs, but he he wasn't a shit ref. He he, he did us he did us okay on Saturday. Yeah, I thought so. But once again, I missed out watching the Luton game because I was working. But I did of see course. the highlights, and I know Blackburn fans posted this on their social media. The two penalty shouts at the end of the, near the end of the game, and for me, the one on Craney, obviously they both look outside the area. The one on Craney, I just think like, how is he not given anything? How is he not given a... F- he gave it as a dive. Which one was that? It the was a dive. Nigeria. It was a dive. Yeah, the one with Craney like... Yeah, he kicked the ball completely. Wait, is that one someone put his hand... I don't know who it was, put it around... No, the, it was the, the one on the left-hand side of the box. As, and you're as, saying that's completely a dive from the one angle we get from our... 100%. Yes, I do. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. He kicked the ball past our player run into him. 100% a dive. Yeah, 100% a dive. I don't think there's much in it, to be honest. Really? I yeah. think it's maybe a collision or a dive. Well, I, I think from... It's dive, but maybe it's a collision. I'm not too sure. But either way, I don't think it's enough. I think this day and age, you probably do get them... Uh, them it's a risky challenge, though, isn't it? That is a risky challenge to be making from... Yeah, Korea, because one it? step further on and, and mistiming it really badly, it is a penalty. And, yeah. you know, the way that we play it, and when we're, when we're trying to defend, you know, that point, and we've done it in the past, where you can see mm-hmm. us dropping back, dropping back, and then suddenly somebody puts in a prat of a challenge and uh, we lose. Do you know what it was? Last season, I remember saying quite a lot is, um, I don't feel like we get, like, any luck. And I know, Batara, you always say with luck, you know, <laughs> you, you don't believe in luck or you create your own luck, but... Just stuff like that. Last season, that could have easily gone, you know, outside the air, boom, penalty. Even if it was, you know, just... Yeah. Do you just think, look, this year we've just had that... But you know what the saying, the saying things goes, going though, our way. The saying goes, when you're at the bottom, you don't get nothing. Yeah. And at the moment, we're proving that we're not a bottom team. We're established. I'd say the word established, because I, I think that's how, that's how I feel. Looking at us, I think we're a solid team at this level. And I, to be honest, I, I think Saturday against Blackburn... I don't think they were any better than us. If anything, I think we had the better chances. That's what I personally believe. Maybe I'm being biased. Obviously, I don't know. But I honestly felt like that. But no, I mean, look, if the chances went against us last season, whatever else. But we I think we that's were due to like panicking and we didn't look good. I mean, we no, looked we composed looked, now. We looked, I don't know what, we're a decent. It plays, yeah, it plays a part in the referee's mind sometimes. If you, they know, if the referee knows that you're a. Decent team on the ball, which let's face it, we were decent on the ball, Dave. You yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, we passed right the ball around a lot yeah. in the first half. We we did really. If a well. team's doing all right in possession and they, they're established and they're not punting the ball, looking for you know I don't know fouls or silly decisions to go their way, which a lot of teams do when they're struggling. We're not struggling. We don't need to do that. So therefore, I, I feel like the referee thought to himself, Nah, they're in the game. They're playing a part, and they're a big part of this game. Whereas last season, yeah. we weren't a big part of the game. That's what I feel. I know it might not make sense to a lot of people when you listen to that. It's like a fucking riddle, but that's how I feel. Tell me if you don't understand what I'm saying. Riddles with Pitaro. That should be a new feature. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree What's with you. I just, I just think, you know, this, this squad of ours is, is much more competitive now, much more up for it. And actually, we are, we're, we're taking the game to our opposition. Whereas last season, you know, we were struggling loads. Struggling mm-hmm. loads. This season, no, we're competing re- at the same level. Yeah. Uh, in fact, you know, definitely at the same level. Definitely at the same level as Blackburn and probably better than them in, in parts of that game on Saturday. Well, we're still above them in the table, aren't we? Yeah, but am, I, am I right in that? Same I, I, think, yeah. I think if we just scored earlier, we might have got a mo- couple more. Yeah, no, if we'd scored in the first half when we was having those chances in the first half, the game would have been totally different. Bit more momentum, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You go on, you kick on. Then I didn't think they offered that much in that first half. Uh, we had a few chances, didn't we? I love producer Jacob's notes here because I don't think he's written these. <laughs> oh, go on, what we got? 
The Hatters were on the front foot in the second half too, as George Moncur was denied from close range with a fierce effort. I've never heard producer Good Jacob say pace. fierce effort before in his life. Great yeah, copy and um, Jacob. Uh, BBC Sport or whatever. How did Moncur do at the weekend then? Because obviously he was on a bit of a high from scoring against okay, Huddersfield right. and he did well against Rotherham. We, we spoke about that in that podcast a couple of weeks ago. Um, did he did he kick on? Did he? Yeah, I felt I felt he did all right to be honest. I mean, I looked at you know obviously since the comments that I made a few weeks back about obviously his defensive side of the game and whilst he he didn't get in the team last season, blah blah blah, whatever. Anyway, I noticed a few times off the ball on Saturday he tracked back and he was in Luton's you know final third, as so to speak, and he did put in a shift. His work rate was phenomenal, mate. And do you know what? That's what we didn't notice last season, maybe the season before. Obviously, you get away with it in League One. We get that. But, I mean, nah, look. I think off the ball, he was a lot better than usual. A I think, lot better. I think yeah. the team was set up well. Yeah. And he, he played a really good part in that team. Exactly. He played a yeah. vital part, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, when you when you saw the team sheet come up and you went, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually, tactically, he got it right. He right, totally yeah. got it right, yeah. So if we literally like rewind to 2 o'clock on Saturday when the team news was announced... Everyone was like panicking because there was no strikers in the starting lineup. Was it Lee starting up front with Cornick? Was it Lee like on his it, own? It looked like Lee central, but I think Cornick right and Lee central with who on the left then? I don't know. Your yeah. memory's terrible. Yeah, I know. Fucking hell, come on. That's me, come on. <laughs> Do you know what? Me. I think I think we was worried about having that central man, but when you think about it, Collins and Hilton, mm-hmm. when they played up there, they haven't had that many chances. Yeah. Can I just say, know? I think it might be Norrington Davies pushing on with maybe an extra midfielder yeah. on the left-hand side, maybe. Right. That's that's what the vibe I was getting. I mean, that's you, what I was getting at. You want, Hil- you, you want, sorry, you want Collins on at the moment because, you know, you feel that he might score. Mm-hmm. However... You, 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 I think you just got to look at the amount of games we have in December. Exactly, Collins. Exactly. Uh, what he played Wednesday night for Ireland, did he? Yeah, and so he's been, he's been like with that, yeah. that squad for. He the, probably would have travelled week. back Thursday. Probably wouldn't even done really like any sessions with us. So I think oh, keep I think him on the bench. You know, genuinely, I think he was probably itching to play. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. We got to manage that because now if we can start Collins against Birmingham, you know. But you, you, your question was about the team selection. I think a lot of people were going, my God, we haven't got a striker on yeah, for definite. But actually, we created quite a few chances. And, and actually, again, the thing that created a lot of the chances was pace. You know, playing the ball and Cornick running at, at players. And, and yeah, why not? I felt like we packed the midfield out quite a bit as well. Yeah. So like you say, obviously you played um, Lee by looks up top. It looks like, obviously, like I said, about Norton Davis pushing on the left and maybe Jewsby Hall dropping into the gaps and whatever else. It just looked like it worked. It was like a shift of pattern every single time, back, forth, back, forth. They weren't struggling, forth, one, were two. they? They weren't struggling at all. They weren't struggling. That first half, they weren't struggling at honest, all. At one point, we were passing the ball around like we were like a top, top team. Do you know what I mean? Because at one point, we were strung about, I don't know, 8, 12, 14 passes together. And there was short, sharp passing, into feet, back, switching, through balls to the left, whatever else. You know what I mean, Dave, do you remember it? it was one phase? And I said to you, "Wow, look at that bit of phase yeah. of play." Yeah, and and also, I think we all both said at the t- on, on on the weekend that um, had there been a crowd there, which hopefully will happen soon, mm-hmm. but if there had been a crowd there, you know, the referee and 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 their defenders might have had a bit more, you know, influence from that. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes there was mistakes made, and it, it doesn't really matter anymore because there's nobody there. But when you've got 10,000 people shouting, makes a difference. makes a difference. It yeah, makes a difference. It I don't care what anybody says, it makes a difference. Does. It sways and things, you can, it? And you can, you know, you can sway, yeah, you can sway some decisions. But I thought we, I thought we did really well first half, really. I think I was disappointed that we hadn't scored. 
And I, my my thoughts were that actually they're there for the taking. They weren't. They weren't any better than us. Instead of doing like a player focused like on one player today, I, I had a chat with producer Jacob today, and we were like, "Let's just go through the whole game and let's just focus on loads of different players." So I wanted to talk about Dewsbury Hall because he, I don't know, he, he started quite well, didn't he? I think he had a, a poor game against Brentford. He gave the ball away a couple of times, but he's picked up since then and really now showing what a quality player he is. It's, How impressive you been with him? It's a funny one, you know, because I don't know if you remember Dave on Saturday. We had this conversation about Jews. We probably mean about the 26th minute, I think, roughly about around about then, between the 26th and 30th. I don't know if you remember what I said. No, go on, remind me. I've not been massively impressed with him compared oh, to Oh, yeah, the you, hype. Did say, you did say that. There's been a lot of hype around him. He looks like a good player. Uh, people have been acting like he's been our best player since he's come in. I really feel like he's been nowhere near. Did he not get voted but, man in the match? Yes, day? yeah. But what did I say to you later in the game, Dave? Yeah. He's been our best player in the park. I said, yeah. well, I'll take that back. Or half yeah. an hour later, he's been amazing yeah, today. He, yeah, he and was. he was incredible. But do you know what it is? He'll get better for us. It's a new it's a new environment. He's never played championship before, I don't believe. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he's a young yeah, guy as well. He looks good. But I think maybe in the first sort of two to three, four games that we saw him playing, he maybe rushes the pass sometimes, tries to make a killer pass when you don't need to. But on Saturday, he proved he doesn't need to do that. And he, you know, is a mate his, his brain his agility his movement everything about him with the ball do you know what I've open. noticed with him on the ball from what I've seen of him is I just feel like he has some like a really like, big bit of confidence when he gets mm-hmm. in, just that confidence on the ball calm as well he just knows it looks like he, there's no like panic whereas there's times like uh, our first game in championship back Middlesbrough 3 all when Shinny gets past that ball from Slew going it's just like yeah, there's no confidence. That's Dewsbury Hall is like, he gets the ball, he knows what he's doing. It's that confidence for me that makes him just stand out. Well, there's got to be a reason he got given a five-year contract to Leicester, isn't there? Yeah. So there's got to be a reason for that. And obviously... And like Mr. player of the season at Blackpool yeah. or something, weren't he? Was he, yeah, he, was, he, was, he was just really good like at Blackpool yeah. last season. Well, hey, five-year deal at Leicester. That doesn't come about, do you know what I mean? Oh, but I think they've got plans for him, haven't they? Oh, massively. They've got plans for him. Um, he's talking of Dewsbury Hall, producer Jacob's clearly not written these... <laughs> these words Stokes. and he's got to the edge of the box before pulling the trigger but Lester Loney fluffed his lines and uh, Kaminsky made a routine stop can I just say why the fuck has he been going on Wikipedia and <laughs> copying and pasting <laughs> Jacob mate seriously get off Wikipedia sort your eyesight out look at something different um, so did he drive forward with intent Give him a break. He has to work he hard. Say, yeah, I'm um, joking. Listen, yeah, he did. He did. He fluff. Did he fluff him short? I think he whacked a shot straight to keep it yeah, yeah. from about twenty five yards out or so. But look, it was one of them. It's you don't think anything of it. But no, I mean, look, Jewsby always done a good job since he's come in. Let's face it. He's. I think everyone got a bit too hyped to start off with. You know, part of the pressure. Oh yeah, he's this. He's that. He's something amazing. Which yeah, I'm pretty sure he is something amazing. But let him get into it because there's more to come from this boy. There's more to come. 100% there is more. Well, soon after that, Luton broke the deadlock. Um, Berry, he scored after Collo's shot, or was it across, whatever it was, into the bottom <laughs> corner, diverted it, and we won the up. And then suddenly you're looking at it and you're thinking, wow, 20 minutes to go. We could hold on to this and get a nice cheeky little 1-0 win. Um, I thought we'd push on and get another one, if I'm honest. Um, Colin slipped, didn't he? When he when he yeah, shot that, say that's why when Barry Barry was in the right time, we went mental. It's a bit that, that reminded me a bit of like, like old school Barry that getting in them attacking positions, like in in that box and poaching on. You know, that's like the Barry Cambridge, Cambridge had. There we go. We yeah. we said that Saturday too, didn't we? We absolutely said that Saturday that 
he's just showing some class at the moment. I'm happy for him as well. Yeah. We're all, obviously, we're all, as Luton fans, are really happy for him. But he, he's proved a lot of people wrong. So I'll never forget, I've heard enough people, especially at football, you know, obviously when we used to get there once upon a time, say that, you know, Barry's not good enough. And I was always sitting there going, no, no, he's good enough. We just need to right, you know, find the right sort of like formula for him kind of thing. That's not not the right formula, but, you know, sometimes you play, well, we actually know it is the right formula. Play him in the right position for starters. Uh, do you know what? Also, we've said this before, and I've said this before, motivation, having the right person mm-hmm. helping you get there. And currently, Nathan Jones likes him, and, he, and, he, and he, he plays for Nathan Jones. Yeah, no, no, I agree with that. But like I always said as well, like, Luke Berry's always had that quality. Yeah. He, yeah oh, he's, yeah, he's always... He's, he's always, always had that quality. Yeah. But he, yeah, pro- probably we're seeing it more at the moment. Yeah, massively. Because, yeah, he's got a bit of a boost in it at the moment. Yeah, where we're playing, the, the results coming, the confidence comes with it. It's it's great to see. And I think the only positive about having these look, this many games coming up thick and fast at the moment is that the squad needs to be rotated, and everyone's getting their chance at the moment. Yeah, and great, a yeah. lot of get match day experience with with five subs. Yeah, do you know Which what? I never thought I'd hear myself say this as well, especially after last season, where the first sort of like two thirds of the season. But I'm happy James Breeze back as well now. Like we do something like him, especially off the bench as well. Yeah. When he came off the bench the other day, day, I said to you, I was like, I'm happy with that. Really yeah. happy with that. Yeah. Because he offers a different, sort of like a balance down the right-hand side. Very good going forward as well. Um, When we scored, went one nil up, I was obviously looking on my phone for the results that were coming in. I saw we won one up and I thought, we're going to do this. I was like, "There's." An, I thought, we've worked set for 70 minutes to get a goal. There's no way we're going to mess this up two minutes later, one or one. I was like, mm-hmm. ah, brilliant. Um, let's talk shit, about shit, let's talk about the goal because I feel that I, that's what I think. Though it's just so disappointing that we worked so hard for seventy minutes to go one nil up, and then mm. it's just a really poor goal to concede. And you said to me earlier, Batari, it's like it's a carbon copy of the one we conceded. And, and Nathan Jones said the same thing. Yeah. Uh, the Blackburn game last season, we didn't learn. Did we? Did we not learn our mistakes from that game, or it is it avoidable? Just, of course, it's avoidable. I mean, come on, man. Like, there was two defenders there yeah. to clear it. And obviously, don't get it wrong, there's two defenders. Where's the goalkeeper as well at this point? Obviously, I can't really remember like 100% back on what was going on, but could Slugan not come for it as well at this no. point? I don't know how far out it was now. Um, no, it's not a position where Slugan would have come out for that. Definitely not. It, it, it no, but I'm just, I'm just trying to work out why they both defenders left it. Did they get a shout? Or I don't know what happened because it was ridiculous. It was a shit is It's awful. It's shit. It's goal scene. It's terrible. <laughs> It wasn't what is it, it? defending was poor, you know, given given the chance. But again, we were just caught too deep. The cross went in. Two players went for it, yeah, missed it. It was a header that went up in the air, wasn't it? And pretty much looped it down and whatever else. And everyone just stood there, fucking. Fingers well, it went out. To, it was a nice chip ball over to Craney's side, and that player got above Craney, headed it back across the goal. And I think it was just, it just like. It just like it's just kind of like hit him and gone in. I know he's like diverted, rushed in. Bradley stopped, froze, and then yeah. yeah, But I don't know. Either of them didn't know which one was going for it or whatever. But they'd been clearing the ball quite solidly for the whole game up till that point. You know, they were they were stopping everything. It's one of them goals I looked at last season. They're the kind of goals we conceded. We was in a real bad fucking shit run of form or whatever. They're the kind of goals that we conceded. But (laughs) the only positive to take is we didn't lose with a mistake like that. Because it was terrible, wasn't it? It was awful. And we put the pressure back on ourselves then, straight yeah. away. And that was disappointing. We didn't we didn't have that lead long enough. Give it another yeah. five, six minutes. And then, you know, maybe 
things change. I tell you what, them last 10 minutes on the app on my phone, I was on Skybet as a watching like the pitch commentary come through. Mm. All it said was Blackburn dangerous attack, Blackburn. And I was just like, are we going to just mess this up? And as one said, you went suspended. I was like, well, that's that. That's that's. And then, uh, yeah, yeah was that, uh, what was that? There was a chance later on, wasn't there? And for us as well. Just to point it out there. I don't, I can't, re- I just remember having to stand up and watch the game. That's how <laughs> tense I got in the end, you know. I, I just got to the point where, where I was thinking it is, we're just going to muck this up. But you know what? We didn't. So a point's a point, isn't it? Uh, Sluga made that double save towards the end, didn't he? Um, Gallagher shot. Ah, that's where it came from. Was it when he sort of spilt it when he should have caught it? Yeah. That's where I was on about earlier, sorry for the penalty. That's yeah. where I thought maybe it could have been a penalty. That was so, what I was thinking of. I did, th- when I've seen that back, Sluga does go through their striker, didn't he? But it, no one really yeah, makes a move. I think you can hear Blackburn's bench call for a pen, but you don't, you don't hear anyone else to play for it. It looked uh, like he got a it. slight take on the... Like her legs or whatever, but I don't know. Yeah. Was it him or was it the defender, Craney or someone coming in? I don't know. I think it was Luger was from it? what I saw back. Because we put up the uh, video of that double save on our, on our Twitter and we said, like, Sluger, important saves here. And then we did get a load of replies, people saying, he's got to be saving that first one. Oh, the first one was absolutely dreadful. We said it Yeah, time, we said, he? yeah, he should, he should have held he it. Or he should have held it almost. Yeah. Made a meal out of it, didn't he? But it mate, didn't so go like in. He tried to cushion it into his chest and his chest sort of said, no, do you know what, mate? I'm bouncing you back Do you know what, though? You've you, got to say, his performances have been a lot, mm-hmm. lot better recently. A lot, But this season, in fact, a lot, lot better. So, you know, goalkeepers make mistakes. It's probably fatal for the game, isn't it? He makes a mistake, mm-hmm. they score a goal normally. That's what happens. Striker misses. Sometimes someone else will score. Well, last season, we looked at Sluger and we said he's probably lost as many points as he's won, wouldn't you say? This season, you look at him and think, no, he's won as more points, way more. Of he, I don't think he's lost as any points this season. I'd say he's done a very solid, he's had a very solid time in goal. For the whole defence is months. better. Though. Yeah. The whole defence is better. And when your defenders in front of you are playing better, then the goalkeeper plays better. He yeah. hasn't made many mistakes. Not many. I think was a couple of times. There was a couple of times when the ball was played back to him to kick, and I just thought, yeah, "Oh, yeah. don't take that extra touch." You could probably say this is the thing is kicking's got worse. Do you think? Compared, like his goalkeeping's got like his basic goalkeeping has become a lot better, like or as what you expect from him. But his kicking's become fucking ten times terrible. I don't know. Ten times terrible. Ten times, ten times terrible. terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to say like yeah, some rude words, but I thought I'd hold it in. <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> Makes a change. Cheers for that. Um, it's what I was going to say though about when you said you know, having a the defense like being more confident. Do you think that confidence then could come from the confidence in your keeper? So maybe now if the players are looking at Sluger in goal and thinking, yeah, this guy's this guy's up to it solid. now. He knows what he's doing. He's solid. We mm-hmm. can trust him. That's just a boost for everyone in defense, isn't yeah, it? And maybe, it, it yeah. just works both ways. Yeah, yeah, and, and and you can go back to when he first joined and Bataro saying, "Give him time," because you you did say that. Um, it's a language thing and everything else. He's he's playing brilliantly at the moment. So let's it was just more the fact that he got chucked in the deep end. He had a lot to prove. He came to England. He knew what the championship was about. Let's face it, everyone knows what the championship is about. Anyone who sits there saying, oh yeah, championship second tier football, apparently it is one of the highest competitive leagues in the world. It's, so, it's and I agree with it's that. A, it's, it's a competitive league, it's a great and, league. and we are competing very yeah. well. Very well. It's a very good league to play in. Uh, loads more to look forward to as well. Haven't we? Because we've got Birmingham at home. Uh, it's going to be another tough game. If you looked at the Blackburn game, you said we'd get a point and maybe a win from Birmingham. You'd have been happy with that, wouldn't you? I'd rather the win uh, against Blackburn straight away, though. Three points there, really. 
makes it a bit easier for tomorrow night then. We always say it. We always say it. If we get this and we get that, do you know what? Take every point that yeah. we get. Every point, because every point is crucial in this game. Every yeah. point in this league. And as long as we don't lose, then it's a result. Well, that game against Blackburn, I think last last year's a game we, we could have probably lost in the end. We would have gone on to lose. or It was just written know. for us, wasn't it? I'm happy. I'm happy to pick up a point every isn't there now a, Isn't there a stat that um, Blackburn haven't beaten us? Ever in the football Ever. league. How no. cool is that? Last the only time they beaten us at Kenneth Rose was in the FA Cup or something like that, two thousand and six, two thousand and seven. I did I just want to go back to uh, one of my first ever FA Cup games at Luton Town was against Blackburn and my my, my father brought me a, a rosette on the way into oh, the Oak Road and we didn't win. <laughs> I wouldn't have a story for just for that, Dave. No, no, it was, <laughs> but it was no, it was just like I just remember it. It's just one yeah, of those one of those memories you have. At the moment, there seems to be a lot of talk on social media from opposition fans. And at the moment, opposition players giving us no respect at all. Uh, we said Idiots. earlier, let's get into this Teams Like Luton chat because I'm getting fed up with it, Bataya and Dave. I'm getting very annoyed. Everyone uh, seems to be underestimated. Don't, don't get annoyed. Just <laughs> laugh because it's fucking what? hilarious. I just like getting on the hashtag Teams Like yeah, Luton and it. just going back on it, man. That's what you got to do, isn't it? Get back on them. Just take it because they, they come to the stadium thinking we're going to be a pushover, whichever, yeah, exactly. wherever we're playing. Mugs. Then they're the mugs. They are the ones, you know, that, that, that expect too much. Fans always expect too much. Come on, we all do. You know, we all do. It, you can't people. tell me, you can't tell me if we were playing Stevenage next week, we wouldn't expect to beat Stevenage. And, and then it'd be teams like Stevenage in their view, wouldn't it? Yeah, but the thing is... Yeah, it's a bit different, though, us against Stevenage, against or Blue and Blackburn. Let's face it, I mean, yeah, all right, Blackburn, all right. Might have Blackburn, some yeah, they won the Premier League a while ago. Let's face it, Luton haven't been a muggy team the whole fucking... Like, do you know what I mean? We've no. probably been a shit the past 15 years or so, but apart from that... But that's the point, isn't it? They don't... Some of these players only know us because we've been in the non-league. Yeah, but then they're fucking idiots then. They don't know nothing well, about football. Well, but I agree with that. I agree with that, but that's the reason that they they see that a few seasons ago we were non-league yeah, and we were non-league for five no years. Team, no team has a given right to win any game. You have to show up and you have to perform to win a game. Like we expect Luton to show up. We have to give an extra ten percent sometimes just to win a game. But you know what? Fuck it. You got to do it. Do it. Don't sit there whinging about it like all these stupid teams like fucking. Birmingham tomorrow, Neil Everidge. They see, as well. They come from Birmingham. They come from a nice, nice in inverted commas stadium. I don't like it myself, but Shit and, city, and, they, and they come, they come to Kenilworth Road, which is you know, I love Kenilworth Road. Don't get me wrong, I do love it there. But as a stadium to them sort of stadiums, it's different, isn't it? It's tiny compared it's to beautiful them. down its own it's way. Beautiful. No, you can't. I'm going to be really sad when we leave it. Yeah, of course. But and they come and they see they see the they see the terrace in. They see the area it's in. They see what what it's like and they think we're a little club. Players won't like playing at Kenilworth Road. Away fans <laughs> uh, away players won't won't like it. Away fans don't like coming to the stadium. It's just one of them stadiums that's like you said once we do move on you will look back and you you will say, yeah, I know I guarantee you Players will go. I hate playing in Kenilworth Road. Mm-hmm. Do you know why you they hate? Because the crowd gets Closed. on the back. Yeah. The atmosphere gets on the back. And don't forget, also, the Oak Road was the home end for a long, long, long time. And the away supporters used to be in the Kenny in in the top left corner. Yeah. And if if it was a bigger game, they would get two sections. So you know, the walking through the gardens shit. I've had that all my life. <laughs> I don't give a crap about that. So teams like Luton, 
it's just everybody underestimates us, and you know, and 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 the bigger clubs look at us as really small fish in a bigger yeah, pond. But we take it, we take it upon ourselves now. Like everyone looks love at us it. as a small club. We love it I love because it. we thrive on it because we know that we can compete with any team in this league. Any fucking team we can compete with that is a hundred percent guaranteed. We will. And do you know what? It's not even just me saying that. You boys, I'm sure, will say that. Nathan Jones will say it. Mick Arthur will say it. Every single person at the football club will say it. Mick Arthur especially. He'll put a nut on you if people don't believe that. <laughs> he will. <laughs> it's enough. true. He, uh, it's so true. In the build-up to the Blackburn game, uh, Rothwell from Blackburns, he uh, quoted, he said, no disrespect to Luton all here, uh, but they're a team that we expect to beat. Well, and I know earlier you said... If we went to Stevenage, like we, us as fans would be like, oh, we'd expect to win. But I, I think if we went to a team like Stevenage, our manager and our players wouldn't publicly be going, oh, you know, we, no, of we course, should be we're humble. Well, we're humble exactly. as a club. No, we, we should go and do a job if we're doing that. So, um, total, no disrespect to Luton. When you have to say no disrespect, you're about to disrespect the club. Yeah, of course. End of story. Just covering your eyes. I totally would just different. love to say, like, why... You know, if no disrespect, why do you expect to beat Luton? Why would you? Why would you go into that game? Yeah, but nobody it's asked stupid, him. Stupid, isn't it? But no, did anybody ask him that question? Why do you expect to beat Luton? Well, because we're better than them. We've got a bigger budget than them. We've got a bit more history than them. Yeah, exactly. We you know, is it because of that we're a bigger history club? Because we we got a bigger. What's their? What's their? Well, it know, can't be because they beat us twice last season, or no, our brothers in the league table but, at the moment. But that's is the it? point. The know. valid exactly. question. If, if anybody was reporting that. The, the reporter should have said, why do you expect to beat Luton? I'll tell you what, then, if that's the case, right? right we'll, see, we'll get on to a few your team, Brentford. Nah, Joe, you mate, obviously not your team. I hope not anyway. <laughs> Make sure it's not the fucking case. But, um, like Brentford example, people ex- expecting Brentford to be up there this season. With all due respect, Brentford-Luton, what's the size difference in their club? Because for me, then, if you want to go on Luton that bigger than Brentford. Of, yeah, if you want to go on that sort of balance, exactly, this is yeah. what I'm saying. But then we don't look at it like that. We don't look at it like that because we're not idiots. We're not fools. We know what it's about. Like, do you know what I mean? When, you're, when you've grown up maybe having the privilege of watching a team win the fucking Premier League or winning this, winning that, competing, you know, it's quarterfinals of the FA Cups every few well, or five you know, years. There's the thing. And it's that different. That's the difference. When I, when I was younger, which, you know, it's a long time for you guys. <laughs> when I was younger and I used to go to the football stadium and I didn't understand why clubs came and they didn't like Luton Town and it wasn't until I got a little bit older that I realised actually we are quite a small club in comparison to a lot of others uh, you know we, we have what at the moment 10,000 fans in there that doesn't make a small club no though. but you that's, know that's facility, I just, I, but facility wise and club wise we were smaller than the average clubs would you say that most people say that we overachieve is that what you, would you say that we had ten. Ours, we had oh, wait, in my era. We had ten good years in the in mm-hmm. the first division. We won a cup. We got to the cup semi-finals. So I, in my in, in when I was uh, younger, obviously I thought we were one of the top teams. It wasn't until we started bombing down the leagues that I've realised that actually maybe we just rode our luck a bit. That's sustainability, though, surely. Well, we had, good, we, had, we had a good squad, but we had a terrible. Um, Owners, uh, well, yeah. owners, yeah. Do you owners know what I top. think it is with other clubs, other flat, other fans, other players? Is they literally look at the size of the stadium and go, "Now nah, we we should be beating them." I think honestly, I think that's all it's down and to. They probably know that we have a, we have the smallest budget in the league. They probably know that as well. Yeah. Which you know what? Yeah, they only get ten thousand fans in. That's what I think they look yeah. at. But then you wouldn't say that against Bournemouth, would you? Well, when they, they had they a tiny get, little thing. Um, I I sort of agree with you. The Kenny has its charm. It's it's a 
brilliant, brilliant stadium. Atmosphere-wise, you're never going to ever beat it, ever. When we move to the new stadium, we're going to miss what we get at the Kenny. But you're totally right. People come to there and they look around, and, and forgive me for saying this out loud, they look around and go, oh, this is a bit of a shithole. They've got stupid boxes down one side. Mm-hmm. They've got cramped terraces on one side. They've got a wooden stand. And do you know what? Every bit of that stadium is fantastic. Yeah, you're proud of it as well. Yeah, Absolutely. Of was it? I'm pretty sure, well, it might not be true, but I'm pretty sure it's true. The only team in England, if not the probably the world, that has boxes down one side. It was an hour stand. Incredible stuff. I love it. Yeah, but you know what? Stuff. <laughs> Even when it was the Bobbers stand, it was fantastic. Yeah. And Luke sat on every seat in that stadium as well. Didn't he? Oh, yeah, that. he did the yeah. old. Uh, Me and producer Jacob did that yeah. one, yeah. What, yeah. what a lot of fun that was. Um, so <laughs> Etheridge has been talking as well, Birmingham's goalkeeper. Um, he says, We know it's going to be another tough game against a team that'll be battling probably towards the end of the table as well at the end of the season. So he's basically said, Yeah, Birmingham will be at the end, uh, bottom of the end of the season. And so we. Well, to be Etheridge, fair to him, at least he said it's going to be another tough game. Yeah, but he's basically saying that Birmingham is shit, but he feels that we'll be as bad as they are, isn't mm. he? And do you know what? Good luck to him. Is that teams like Luton? Probably. It's not. It's not as bad as Rothwell's, is it? But it's still just one of them comments. It's just like, why are you saying where we're going to be? Like exactly. Why would you, know? you think that we're going to be bottom of the table towards the bottom of the table because of our? how we were last season. We were we we were bottom for a long, long time. So he'll look at it and go, last season they did this, so I'm expecting them not to do as good as that, or bad as that, but they'll be down the bottom. That's what he's saying. But why would he say it? We can use his comments, though, as motivation, can't we? Like, I think Sorry. Nathan Jones and Barry said it after the Saturday's game. They say, we saw the comments, you know, if they want to feel that way, go. they don't understand what we, you know, don't understand that hard work we put in. Exactly, it's, it's an honest, well, we're an honest club as well. We don't have fucking funnies earning 30 grand a week, do you know what I mean? This is the difference. Let's face it, do you know what? I, I'd rather be in a situation that we're in, right, with less money than most teams, but, you know, I wouldn't say less expectation because we still expect, we do, let's face it, it's a fact, we expect because we're still looting, we're not a fucking, we're not Wickham Wanderers, I'm not with, oh, Liga, no disrespect to Wickham Wanderers, but fuck Wickham, that's all I'm saying, <laughs> fuck Wickham, scumbag, prick, shouldn't be in that league, shit. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh no! Sorry. He's done but it anyway, again. But um, sorry about that, Grace. But what I'm saying is, we oh, do you know what I've just forgotten it now. You're just talking about Wickham. You're talking about Wickham and how much you don't like him. Yeah, I just think I've got a bit too far about him. Then. <laughs> a bit too extra. Sorry about that. But no, you, you know what I'm saying though. There's teams like oh yeah. You've completely lost, haven't you? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's move we on. that bit again. No, we're not starting that bit again. No, we're cracking on, mate. Um, we'll move into some Instagram questions and it will bring us nicely then to Joe's who says, prediction for the next three games. So if we start with Birmingham at home, Cardiff away and Norwich at home, um, that's three, especially the, the back two, very tough fixtures, isn't it? Uh, very tough fixtures. What do you expect from them? It's very difficult, very difficult to say. I'd like to think that we can beat Birmingham. Um, if you took four points from the next three, would you, you'd probably be happy, wouldn't you? Who we've got? Birmingham, Birmingham, Cardiff, and Norwich. Oh, and Norwich. Oh shit. Oh. Well, Norwich, Norwich are on a high at the moment, so that's going to be a tough game. But I'd do you know what? I th- do you know what? I genuinely think we raise our game when we're playing the top. You know, the better teams. So I know maybe we could. Well, we could Norwich before, aren't we? We're in the conference. So yeah, maybe maybe we can nick maybe one there. Maybe at the start of the season. But maybe we can oh, nick. Yeah. Maybe we can nick one there. You know. Um, I'd like to think we can beat Birmingham, Cardiff. 
Uh, I'd like to beat Cardiff. I know. I, I don't know but, <laughs> you like no, to beat him all. No, no. But, but the reason I like to beat Cardiff is because when we was at that bloody stadium last season. Yeah, shocking. Wasn't it? Yeah. Last last thirty seconds. Yeah, right? yeah, and it was annoying because That's we played really well. Sell, yeah. So I I don't care if we play shit and then Nick and one nil. I tell you what though, right? I, I can't I couldn't see us not getting a result against Cardiff, especially because I don't rate them at all. I don't think they're a great side. Yet another one, a team with money. Don't think they're great. So are you going to be happy with four, four or six out of nine? I would take four any day of the week right now. Give me four points now, I don't care. A win, draw and a loss, I don't care. Again, in whatever order you want to give it to me, I don't care. And that's about the results, by the way, not about anything else. You're, just, you're sick-minded people. <laughs> Can I just say? How much have you drunk tonight, man? I don't know, man. It's just whiskey. It's got me going. Here's one for you then, uh, Bataro. Simon says, Simon says, uh, hey. I think the team played better without Pelly. Do you agree? <laughs> oh, do you know what? Yeah, Bataro, let's be oh. fair. When he came on on Saturday... He was shit. He was terrible. He was shit, yeah. He didn't play well at all. He was shy. But, but do you know what? I felt like we, the game was a bit quicker with him off the pitch, personally. But I don't know if that was due to style of play. But I can't call that. But honestly, I don't know. He Obviously, he brings something to the squad. Do you know what I mean? But, you know, sometimes maybe it wasn't the game for him. And clearly, it might not have been the game for him. That's a good question I'd like to put out on social media. So, producer Jacob can do that for us, please. What's the question, though? What's the question? Do, do the, the team, team play better without play better Pelle? Without Pelle? <laughs> have you not been listening? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, but I thought you meant us. I'd just like to gauge the opinions that. on that. What do, what do other people think? What do you think? Listen to this right now. What do you think? Do you think the team play better without Pelly Ruddock or would you rather him start? But like I said, though, cer- certain games, games would not suit him. Certain games would. So it, it's one of them ones. I mean, don't get wrong. I'm sure Pelly's, well, I know Pelly's vital for what we're doing. And he's a good player to have around the squad. Either it's on or off the pitch sometimes, it don't matter. But at the same time, he does jobs, mate. So even I won't sit here and say, oh, yeah, we're better without him because I'd be an idiot. I'll tell you what, times. with our questions today, um, because Twitter have introduced this new feature, which is basically stories for Twitter, right. we've got just a new range of, of questions coming in. This one's from Richard on Twitter. And he says, in all honesty, once crowds do get back into Kenny, what kind of reception do you think Nathan Jones will get? I am, for one, looking forward to seeing him. Woke up this morning feeling fine, uh, but will all the fans feel the same? No. Why, uh, why, do no, you know what? St- well, why wouldn't they? You, you, you're not going to do this. Oh, no, I'm not saying. If me, you're one of the lucky ones that get in a week Saturday, I don't know if I'll sing. I personally, I don't know if I'll sing. No, I don't think. What I'm about right. Nathan Jones or nah. just at all? Just no. Hey. Obviously, obviously, I'll sing with a fucking face mask on. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? It sounds like that. No, I might tell you something. More dribbly, but yeah. why wouldn't you back the manager? He's our manager now. Why wouldn't you back him? Um, I'd like to think that the the people would let that go now and just get behind him. I think he's done, him. More, he's done than more, more than enough to, to deserve Absolutely. a sing-song. Why not? Because you know what? When you're there, do you know what? It's going to be brilliant when you're getting back in the Kenny. Well, I, just, so I just hope that he, you know, just goes and picks up a trophy in, in another tracksuit again. Just so I can, you know, sit there and just go, oh, we've done it again. That's brilliant. This is no, no come on. Us. No, no, no. Come on. Be serious for a minute. No, I'm joking. If, go on, crack on if you're not, if you're in that stadium, if you're one of a lucky 2,000 or whatever, how many you get in the stadium, um, and you're not backing our manager, don't go. I'm not going to boom, Dave. Either don't way. go. If you're not going to oh, back him, Bataro, yeah, don't go. Back him. What do you mean by back him? Because I'm sh- pretty sure everyone's not sitting here going, oh, yeah, I'm going to fucking lick Nathan Jones' ass. Because I'm not going to do it for a fact. Do you think I've got it, to get the fucking knobheads tattooed on my chest? Do you know what I mean? I've got to get his fucking head, his face tattooed on me. Do you at think, some point? That's more think, than enough. 
Do you think if he hadn't have come back, we'd have stayed up? No. Oh, I don't know. No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so do you know what? If you don't give him a big round of applause for that, then you, sir, are a knob. I'm not saying I don't. I'm not saying I owe anything to give him. Oh, that's rude, by the way. I don't, I'm not saying I don't forgive him. But what I can I say is, he's he's done. He's done very, very well. Very, 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 well. very He's just well done for us. very well. No, he's done very well for us. Do you know what it is, right? And he sort of put his tail between his legs a little bit. But at the same time, I just, oh, I don't know. No, we're not going. We're not going there. No. We're not going there. Doesn't mean I don't like the bloke, but he deserves. I think, I think Dwayne, Dwayne, if you're listening, I think you'll agree with me right now. You know no, exactly just, what I'm feeling. He deserves a sing song. If you're one of the ducky ones back in the stadium, the ducky. Uh, Lewis, he says, uh, what are your thoughts on the news about crowds being allowed back in? So as far as we're aware, uh, 4,000 fans can go in if you're in a tier one location, 2,000 in a tier two, zero if you're a tier three. I think Luton's going to be hopefully tier two, isn't it? Tier three probably, mate, at this point. Probably going to be. No, in our bloody luck. Exactly. No, in our luck. Um, I think it's great. I think it's about time we got back to some normality with football. Can't stand the fake crowd noises. Can't stand... And uh, nobody there. I can't. As much as I love watching the f- team every week, I can't stand not going. I think if if there's any stage where we are in tier one and we have four thousand in, you think four thousand in some of the stadiums and championships going to be quite spread out. But in our stadium, that's half full. That's that's, yeah. that's kind of cool. Bloody hell! In the conference, we had some of those some of those attendances would have been as low as mm-hmm. four thousand. Well, especially season ticket as well. You get four. Well, is, is the problem it is, home, is it going to be home fans? Or home fans only. Away? Home fans only. Oh, that's good then. Yeah. Right. If you have home fans only, it's more than half. Our and what we've got seven seven thousand odd season ticket holders. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. You know that it's going to go. It's going to go diamond first, surely. Oh, look at you. No, I don't have a diamond, <laughs> man. What? I you haven't got a diamond, Dave. You always got a bloody diamond. Every single year I've known you, you've had a diamond other than this year. What is going on? That is shocking. I think it's going to be extreme. I'd hate to be the person that has to decide who goes to, the, ballot. to the game first. But And then who's in my bubble? Who wants to come with me? Because that's the thing. That's everything you've got, you've got to find out. Like, fa- I think if you have like family bubbles, you can accommodate more fans and keep more people surely, happy. But. Surely we can say that obviously we're part of the same household, even though we, well, we are pretty much. But yeah. <laughs> I just much. think it's, whoever's got to make that choice at Luton, you know, or any club. Good luck to you. Good luck, because that is going to be mayhem if people aren't being allowed. Imagine telling 8,000 fans you're not allowed to go to Luton Watford game in April. Oh. And only 2,000 get in. Imagine being told that you're not allowed to go. Oh. Be Do like you know, a golden oh, gamble, yeah, wouldn't I'll it? I'll tell you what, the one thing I would on be the... doing, I'd be complaining to the government and saying, why the fuck has the vaccine been rolled out soon enough? Because this is like a joke now. We need to get the vaccines in and in up people's arms right now so we can get to go to the Loom Watford game because it's not happening. <laughs> oh, I'm not sitting at home watching that crap again. Um, let's go for one more. Nick says, one for Dave, rank these five Luton legends, Hill, Harford, Antic, Steen and Pelly. Right, firstly, um, Ricky Hill was my favourite player of all time for Luton Town. But Raddy Antich and Brian Steen scored the two most important goals of me supporting them. So, in joint first place, I have Ricky Hill, Antique and Steen. Mickey Arford scored a brilliant goal for Luton Town when he played for Derby County. Kept us up. So, <laughs> in joint first place, Mick Arford. And then... In joint first place also. And then Pelly. So, no, They're all I, in joint first. No, it's really hard to say. Hill, Harford, Antiche, Steen and Pelly. For me... Uh, like I say, Ricky Hill, without a shadow of a doubt, my f- most favourite Luton player ever. Ever. Um, and then between that, then I'd have to go... I'd have to go Steen for the Wembley thing, Antiche for the Man City thing, Hartford 
then penalty. I know you'll all disagree, but that's how I feel because it's that's my right. memories. Yeah, of Love it. It's all uh, subjective, isn't it? Love it. Well, that's all we've got time for today. It's a nice, nice one to be back in it after the international break. It's nice as well that potentially you two could be at Kenilworth Road mm. a week on Saturday. Whereas nice you way. can't. I cannot because I'm not a season ticket holder. You were holder. there three weeks ago, mate, so fuck off. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, had, my, I had my fun. Um, I hope, I hope though, that you that you get to go. That'd be lovely. Do you know what? Sod's law say that we won't. Nah, of course we'll, it won't be. We'll be sitting in... And the only town in the whole of the United Kingdom that in cannot go to three. football in Tier Luton. 3 is Luton Town Football Club. Fuck you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That'd be great, yeah, you it? watch that happen. Uh, thanks so much for listening today. Catch us on social media at oh, when the Town. Let's hope we get a result against Birmingham later on today. Yes. And... Let's go. Um, we've got games Saturday as well oh the games are coming thick and fast aren't they we'll be back next week same old <laughs> so, yeah. same old same old same old same old podcast hey, thank by you. the way I enjoyed the phone calls last week by the way mm. oh we love yeah, the phone calls. Love phone calls thanks for calling we'll do that again in a couple of weeks we'll make it like yes, a three weekly thing and uh, yeah a lot of fun so have a good one enjoy the game yeah. uh, come on you at take us take care people Let's and we'll see again. you next week yeah, pour another whiskey Batari. <laughs>